When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence. Welcome to the Drake Sports Media Podcast Network. <laughs> Stories, conversations, and access to everything Drake Athletics. The Drake Bulldogs, Des Moines' hometown team. Welcome to another Drake Bulldogs podcast with head coach Todd Stepsis. Glad you're with us, Bulldogs. Uh, Gave it all they had in the opener against San Diego. Just came up a little bit short, 13 to 10. This week, traveled to Valparaiso to take on Valparaiso because they have no nickname anymore. So uh, take on Valparaiso. Uh, One o'clock kick in Northwest Indiana. First road trip of the season. We'll talk a little bit about that uh, coming up. Glad you're with us. My name is Chuck Reed. And coach, first off, how you doing? Hey, you know, I'm doing pretty good, you know, uh, and you would think otherwise, you know, we had a hard fought game on Saturday, you know, with the opportunity to win and it didn't, didn't turn out our way. And we just had a, uh, a, a practice, um, and the, the weather was 36 degrees and rain. So you think that I would be down, but it's actually the opposite that that might've been for the conditions. Like I can't remember where we've gotten anything out of a practice when it's been rainy and cold like that. And, that might have been one of our best practices of of my career here at Drake in the last seven years. The intensity, the hooting and hollering, and the pads were cracking. We were going a lot of good against good. It, you know, the guys are are ready for another challenge. They're ready to um to respond. You know, that's that's something I've asked for them to do you know, ever since I took over is is respond the right way, whether it was good or bad. And and today uh, they responded in cold weather. You know, they responded the right way. So I'm doing really well, Chuck. Thanks. I wanted to compliment you and your staff and the players and the trainers and everybody involved on Saturday in the simple fact that in years past, I'm not sure Drake competed the way they did last Saturday against San Diego. Um, A couple of years ago, we went out to San Diego. We all had great hopes and uh, they put a pretty good whooping on us. And 
I don't think Drake competed the way they did Saturday. And that to me was the biggest difference in the game was, man, there were some tough situations. The defense was put in and they answered the bell almost every time. And the offense struggled, but yet, you know what? They kept plugging away. They kept trying. And I was really impressed with the way your team competed on Saturday. Tia, you, you, you hit it on the head. You know, if, if you were to watch the game or follow the game, uh, you'd be really proud with, uh, how we played, you know, and, and that's something, you know, we talk about, you know, core values here and, you know, we have three, you know, passion is one and that's, you know, in order to play the, the game of football, you got to play it with passion. And so, you know, that passion shows up, you know, in your actions and in your attitude and, um, you know, our guys, you know, they, they're, they're learning to, to play with that kind of passion and, you know, another core value is fight. And I think, you know, you, that's what you were talking about. You saw a tremendous fight. Um, out there from the opening kickoff to the the final play our guys man they it was a dedicated effort to play their very best snap after snap after snap and like you said you know there 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 it wasn't the best of circumstances at time for the defense and you would never know it you know you never saw them play tight you never saw them try to press and do too much and then on offense you know yeah you know, we, we know there's going to be some bumps in a row with how young we are on that side of the ball but you never saw them hanging their heads. You know, they just, they kept trying, they kept pushing. And, and, and as we studied that tape, uh, you know, the, the next day and, and looked at, um, you know, some of the, the, the little things, you know, we're, we're close, you know, and even though the stats wouldn't show it, and even though the scoreboard didn't show it, man, we're, we're getting there offensively. And it's, you know, it's just a matter of time before things are really going to start clicking. You're going to see that side of the ball take off. But, um, you know, the love being our last uh, core value, you know, you don't play like that if you don't love the guy next to you. You don't play like that if you don't love the program and you don't love uh, your choice in picking Drake University. So, you know, you, you saw all three of those core values displayed on Saturday. And I'm, you know, win, lose, or draw, I'm proud of those guys. Well, I know that everybody kind of thought offensive line might struggle early on with all those new guys. Um, I'm looking at Valparaiso's too deep and their five offensive offensive linemen and their backups, eight of them are freshmen or true freshmen. So I think a lot of people are in the same boat. San Diego started a true freshman at center and uh, the defensive line played terrific. So I think the biggest problem is one that I think everybody has, and we're just going to see it. Everybody's going to grow and mature a little bit during the season. We'll see, see who does it the fastest. Yep, exactly. And that, that was probably, if I had to go back and, and do it again, you know, you know, you always, you know, hindsight is 20. And, um, you know, just to understand, like grasp the concept of when not only are we extremely uh, inexperienced on the offensive line, uh, that matchup uh, was against probably their most experienced position group. So, um, you know, their, their guys, you know, played like veterans and, and they exposed uh, you know, our young guys and, and our freshmen that were in there. And so, um you know, sometimes you gotta you gotta jump in the deep end and, and try to swim, and that's what happened. And unfortunately, uh, we we sank, uh, you know, this weekend. But um, you know, we're we're ready to go again. You know, again, the guys are, you know, they're ready for the next challenge. That's you know, they, they love the game of football. They love their teammates, and um, yeah, I just yeah, the inexperience is gonna be what it is. But you know, that's the great thing about this this thing, right, Chuck? Like we get these six games as long as we can continue to do our job um, and keeping the team healthy and safe. And we get these six games and then going into the fall, 
all those young guys now have really a half a year of and virtually a full year of practice with the 15 in the fall and what you get in the spring. That's a lot of practice too. So let's yeah. talk a little bit about the defense. That may be the best effort uh, in my nine years of broadcasting great football by the defense. I was just watching it. It was amazing how hard the defense played and played downhill. And that's not something Drake's has always done against San Diego, but man, they, they bottled up the line of scrimmage. They filled, it was downhill. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and you know, that I'll agree with you. Like, so, you know, been, I've been here now seven seasons and that might've been the best defensive uh, effort we've ever given. And, you know, we've had some pretty good defenses here in the past. And, you know, my last year as coordinator in 18, we had, a that group was about as dominant as we get in. I don't think we ever warped anybody in the run game like we did on Saturday. So um, you got to give coach Smith all the credit, to be honest. I mean, he's, you know, he came with the game plan. He's got those guys dialed in. Um, you know, those guys know what they're doing. You know, that that's uh, part of the system is, you know, we, we've got to outplay people. We may not out scheme you or fool you, but we're going to outplay you. And, you know, we're going to be fundamentally great. And so, you know, coach Smith needs to get a lot of credit for that. And then, his assistants, you know, Coach um, Coach Cashmore. I mean, our D line controlled the line scrimmage. Like they, you know, our edge players, they they built the wall. Like they, there wasn't anything getting outside those guys. The the width of the field got shrunk. Uh, our pursuit was fantastic, and um, yeah, I mean, we, I can't remember the a time we played San Diego where we had so many minus plays like that. That we were tackling them behind the line of scrimmage and. A, a team like that, that's a downhill gap scheme type of team that, that doesn't, you don't do that against teams like that. And so it's just a tribute to those, the, the, the D line, the front seven, um, just controlling line of scrimmage. And then, you know, I think coach Bloss did a great job too, of just, uh, you know, getting those secondary guys dialed into, you know, disguise and spinning the right way. And, you know, overall, like the star of the defense is the defense. And so, you know, we have a, a player of the week um, that we nominate a win or loss. And there were four, uh, and they were all defensive players because, I mean, you, you don't have a performance like that if you don't have multiple standout players. And so, you know, Max Max Johnson, you know, defensive tackle, he he had a phenomenal game. I mean, he was he was active and 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 just all over the place. You know, Declan Carr, Ryan Crisiri, the line inside backers for us were just outstanding. And then, I mean, you know, Joey Lukrich with the with the turnover and. I mean, he tackled in the open space, you know, better than we've had a corner tackle in a long time. So, um, yeah, the the group was overall, man, they played as 11, and they were dialed in. I mean, they were just swarming out there. It was fun. Again, me being a defensive guy, it was awesome to watch. You know, if you're an offensive person and you like lots of points um, and yards, probably not the game for you. Well, if, if that defense shows up the next five weeks, I predict a 5-1 and one record. I, no one's going to touch it. Offense will come, but the defense just isn't going to allow anything. And they were absolutely terrific on Saturday. All right, let's talk about next week's opponent, Valparaiso. Uh, they opened the season with a 24-14 win over Butler. Uh, head coach Landon Fox, a buddy of yours, uh, used to be at Dayton and now in his second season at Valpo. Um, they've got a great new running back, Robert Washington, a transfer from Old Dominion. Uh, ran for 199 yards against Butler. 
and they've got a veteran quarterback and Chris Duncan. I don't know what the deal is, but there's one or two guys a year who seem like they've played since 1974. <laughs> and Chris Duncan, to me, seems to have been at Valparaiso since like 1974. But uh, he's a fifth-year redshirt senior and uh, a lot of snaps. They've got a couple of good wide receivers in Reese and LaRose. Um, they're better. They're a better football team than they were two years ago. So uh, talk a little bit about Valparaiso. Yeah, uh, you know, and you hit on it. Like, Landon's doing a really good job. I mean, he came from a solid program there at Dayton. And so, um, you know, a lot of the the culture types of things that that they have, he's, he's instilling in, at Valpo. And he's getting those guys to believe. And I think that's always the, the biggest hurdle is, you know, when you're taking over a program that hasn't had a ton of sustained success, is getting those guys to believe that they are better and that they – are capable of, of beating anybody. And I think he's done a great job and you can watch in their play. You can see that. And so, you know, on offense, you know, you can see, yeah, you know, you know, Washington's phenomenal. Like he, he has that unique ability to always gain yards. And so you might think you got him bottled up and he'll make a guy miss in the hole. He'll lower his pads and he'll always get a few more. And so that's, that's what you saw a lot in that in that first game against Butler but you know you know Duncan does a good job of of making plays himself um I think they're going to try to continue to get the ball you know to to Washington but um you know we're we're hopefully going to force them to do some other things and so you know now as it, it's up to their receivers can they make some plays on the edge you know that was uh probably our our biggest um challenge against San Diego we gave up a couple play, plays on the perimeter but um, you know, how are those, how are our corners going to be able to handle, um, you know, Reese and some of those guys like that. But, you know, I think they're tight ends, you know, they block really well, you know, they, they've got some, some good uh, run blocking schemes uh, that cause you problems. And so, you know, whether they're sealing an end or whether they're reading an end and the running power, they, they are, uh, you know, they, they present some unique challenges in the run game and, uh, you know, they're a physical group, you know, you know, on that side of the ball, they're, they want to run the ball. They want to control the clock. You know, they, they've got some sets uh, in short yardage situations or in, um, you know, kind of kill the clock in the, in the game situations where they bring in eight offensive linemen. And so, um, you know, they, they, they want to, they want to wear you down. You know, they want to, you know, body blow you until, uh, until you tap out. So, uh, and again, you know, it's, it's a tribute to, to Landon and what he's done with that side of the ball and, and how that group is, uh, you know, they're, they're going to challenge us, uh, Again, just being physical at the point of attack, and you know we got to make sure that we we tackle well. And we, that's something we did really well at San Diego, and we got to continue to do that. We got to take great angles. We got to make sure that we know where our help is, and if we're going to miss, we got to miss on the right side. So, um, you know, offensively it's going to be a challenge, but then you know defensively, you know, Landon's a defensive guy like myself, and you know he's got those guys dialed in. They're playing uh, downhill. They're playing fast. They're aggressive. You know they. They pressure really well. Uh, I think their corners are solid. You know, I think, uh, you know, number 11 um, as a longer corner. I think he does a nice job in, in press coverage and in one-on-one -on -one situations. Uh, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, the other corners, you know, 8, 21, 31. I mean, I think they're all, you know, they, they've all shown abilities to make plays. Yeah, I think their backers are active. I like their D-line. You know, their D-line plays hard. You know, 45, I think, is a, you know, I remember him from a year ago. He was a solid player. and. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're nose tackle number 99. He, he does a nice job too, as far as just staying on his feet and, 
and being uh, you know in the backfield. You know whether he makes play or not, he's going to disrupt some stuff. Um, you know, 98, one of their edge players. You know, he's got a good punch. He looks like he's got heavy hands. And, um, you know, offensively, we we just got to continue to get better. You know, they they're 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 impressive on third down as well. Like they know how to get off the field. So you know, whether they're bringing pressure, whether they're dropping eight, they do mix it up and and they. Um, you know, they keep you guessing as far as what, what you think you're going to be able to take advantage of. So um, I'm real impressed with the third down defense and, and how they've been able to to get teams into some tougher third downs and, and, and get off the field. I think, you know, they, they might be one of the best percentage-wise third down defense, uh, you know, in the games that, you know, in their Butler game, but then also looking back to 2019 as well. Yeah, last time Drake played Valparaiso. 35 to six, Drake won it in Drake Stadium. And it, it's a stat, I'm not trying to brag, but uh, Drake has won 16 straight over Valparaiso. Last time Valpo defeated Drake was in 2003. You were a young man in 2003. Yeah, I was, man, back <laughs> in the, those are the good old days, 03, shoo. Man, I, I, yeah, I, I might've still been able to, to play a snapper too back in three. Uh, you can still play now. I've seen you <laughs> running around on that field. You can still play now. <laughs> You're listening to another uh, Drake football podcast with head coach Todd Stepsis. My name's Chuck Reed. Coach, I want to ask you this. First road trip of the year um, with COVID. Um, road trips are going to be a little different this year. Why don't you talk a little bit about the travel plans and, and when you get tested and all that other stuff. Oh, man. This uh, is probably, you know, whoever's listening is probably going to blow your mind a little bit. But, uh so we get tested three three times a week, and um, you know it's the I, mean, I always get them confused PCR antigen antigen one of the two uh, whichever one you can get a quick quick turnaround. So uh, we'll test one more time tomorrow. So we'll test Sundays uh, after a game. We'll test uh, Tuesdays kind of midweek, and then uh, Thursdays we'll test uh, just just in case we are traveling, which we are. So we'll know you know kind of who is available, who isn't. To, um, you know, once we make that, once we, we get those tests, we do that test, we'll, the team will, will quarantine and bubble, uh, you know, so we'll, we'll practice and we'll, we'll be together, but then, um, you know, they're going to be apart from everybody. And then, um, you know, the way we're working this, this travel is we'll get up at, uh, around six 30, uh, you know, we'll tape and then we'll practice for about an hour. So we'll go from uh, seven to eight in the morning and then we'll have, uh, some breakfast delivered to the, to the field house and, We'll get showered up, we'll clean up, and then we'll, we'll load on the buses at 8.30. And, and we're taking four charter buses, which is one more than we normally take. We just take three. We're taking four just so we can ensure that if for whatever reason somebody develops symptoms or somebody does, you know, something happens on the trip, uh, they'll be six feet from somebody and, and through contact tracing, they won't knock any other players out. And so... Uh, so the buses are organized um, by roommate. So that's the other interesting thing is, you know, typically if 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 a guy does test positive, um, their roommate will, will be a, a contact person, and so that person, will, you know, the roommate will be out for an extended period of time. And so the buses are all organized by uh, roommate, and um, uh, we'll stop about halfway, uh, and then um, you know, we'll get some food delivered to a park. Uh, it's supposed to be nice on Friday, so. Uh, you know, we're going to go to a park, uh, you know, somewhere outside the quad cities and get uh, food delivered to the team. And then we'll get into Valpo about 430 ish or so to the hotel. And 
Um, you know, we'll have our pregame meal, which again, you know, the rooms are are assigned by roommate. And then, um, you know, typically we would have a normal big pre, uh, you know, dinner the night before together. And um, they'll be coming down uh, a few at a time. Uh, us coaches will be serving the food to them and then they'll take that back up to their room and uh, that'll be Friday. And then Saturday, the pregame meal will be the same way where, you know, guy, you know, we'll, we'll have some meetings in the morning and um, some final walkthroughs. And um, again, like they'll come down, get their food, go back to their room. And uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be pretty wild. And um, you know, the game, the game will be, uh, you know, I think it's a one Oh four kickoff. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get to the stadium at around 10, 20 ish, 10, 30 ish or so and uh, kick off at, at you know, 104. And um, as soon as the game's over, shower up and head back to the room. Man, I'm sorry. I'm going to miss all this. I really, <laughs> but Valparaiso uh, is not allowing any media at the game. So I will be broadcasting the game from Des Moines via video stream. Uh, actually, Isaiah Ken Schneider is going to join me. He's going to be my color man for the game. And uh, I, I'm really sorry I'm going to miss this. Uh, it, it sounds so much fun. But, uh, yeah, with COVID, uh, road trips are going to be an adventure all year. So we'll see what happens. And hopefully everything goes well. Yeah. And I don't think they're allowing fans either. They might no. be allowing a limited number of Valpo fans, but there's, there's no uh, visiting fans, which is a big bummer for us because, you know, me personally and selfishly, it's very close to Ohio, so I always have a lot of family and friends that come out to that game. But I mean, it's a stone's throw from Chicago, and I mean, shoot, you know, if you look at our roster, a ton of them are from Chicago, and we got a ton of alumni there in Chicago, and and so um, it's a bummer for us because there's a lot of people that wanted to come. I mean, it's like yeah, everybody's been cooped up for a year, and so they're yeah. like looking for something to do. And um, yeah, it's 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 just a bummer that that uh, we can't have fans. So um, yeah. Don't, don't feel uh, left out there, Chuck. Uh, not everybody gets to go. It's the bummer for, for all of us. No, I'm just hoping I get a good video feed. That's there all. You go. That's all I'm asking, man. Please just let me know who's got the ball, where it is, and what's going on. That's all I need. I can fake the rest. So I do all the time anyways. But, <laughs> all right. but then uh, getting to Valpo has always been kind of an adventure. Last time we were there, the bus broke down. Remember that? Oh, man. And, uh, didn't get back till 3.30 in the morning because he had to bring another bus from Des Moines to pick us up. Oh, boy. So, um, yeah. so th that's, that's I guess, one of the pluses of the four. Okay, so um, because we've had uh, people get vaccinated, so we've got, you know, pharmacy students on our roster that have been vaccinated. We have our athletic trainers as well. If one of the four buses does break down, um, as long as we organize it the right way with those people, um, we're, we will be able to make it back in three buses. So, all right. Um, yeah. Like, like it's kind of a, a, like, Oh man. All right. We got, you know, we don't get stuck there, you know, all day. Like we did two years ago. Oh, that, that was not a lot of fun, but it, it's easier after a win. I do know that much. Hey, a little surprise for everybody who's listening to this podcast. We are going to be joined by one of our players and why don't you tell everybody who's joining us and, uh, Maybe talk a little about his outstanding performance last week. Okay. So, um, you know, every week we're going to try to have a player come on uh, the podcast. And, uh, you know, it felt like a no-brainer uh, who to try to get on this week. And luckily, um, you know, he was you know, willing to um, 
you know, make some dinner and, and join us while he's eating, uh, you know, after practice. But uh, Declan Carr is, is going to you know, be on here with us. And you know, he's joined us right now. And again, like um, you know, we, ha we have uh, three team rules. Uh, one rule is protect the team. One rule is to be early, but then the, the another rule is to be a man. And, and so what that means in short is no whining, no complaining, no blaming, no excuses. Like you just you be a man, you get it done. And, and uh, Declan is the epitome of BAM for us, be a man. And uh, he actually got an injury to one of his hands uh, early here in the spring. He's been playing with the club uh, pretty much this whole time. You'd never know. He, you'd never know that that club is on his hand. He plays the same way, and that is full tilt, pedal down, um, you know, all gas, no brakes. And, um, you know, he, he, he has, you know, for those of you who have followed the program, um, he's got a little John Hugan in him. And, and what that means is uh, a guy that has the ability to, to take over a game with his production and his energy level and his athleticism. And so, yeah, Declan's on here with us. We're happy about it. And uh, uh, we've had some good luck with uh, with the Carr family. You know, we we miss Pat, uh, you know, his older brother, um, you know, but man, we're tickled to death that Declan decided to to, to play football in college. And um, man, uh, you know, boy, I, I think back to, to, to when Declan was making his decision, uh, we, we were really hoping and praying that he was going to come pick us because we knew he knew that he was going to be a, a great player. There was no doubt. DC, how you doing? Good, Chuck. Thanks for having me on here. It's good to hear your voice and see you again. So, <laughs> been a while, but uh, <laughs> um, give, real quick, why don't you give us your thoughts on uh, the game Saturday? Right. Well, thank you, Coach Step, for the nice words. I appreciate them. Uh, and it's funny, you know, if John ends up listening to this, I've done a lot of work with John, so I'm sure he's smiling at the comment too. <laughs> But um, the game uh, last Saturday, I think, you know, speaking from a defensive standpoint, was just uh, was just so much fun for me uh, and the rest of the guys out there. There was a lot of guys out there who were trying to earn their stripes, uh, myself included, a lot of guys in, in a new role. Um, and then we had, obviously, Danny and Rogers out there who brought the experience, Max Johnson, all those guys on the D or Max on the D-line. So we had a, a lot of experience, but a lot of new faces. So just getting everyone uh, gelling together out there and the way we played was just um, like the word was fun to me I mean we were out there laughing joking around flying around um, you know getting knocked down helping each other up so it, it was just an awesome awesome time from the defensive standpoint but there's there was a lot of uh, stuff we can improve on for sure so give you a little background on Declan real quick here he is a six foot one 226 pound junior from Frankfurt Illinois I had a girlfriend from Frankfurt when I was at Drake, by the way. Totally <laughs> useless information that might be at the top of the list. But uh, well, I might have to track her down this now <laughs> next time I'm home. <laughs> uh, married with kids, so never mind. But uh, <laughs> hey, you played on a state championship team, didn't you, in Illinois? I did. Uh, what was it, uh, Frankfurt East? Uh, Lincoln Way East. Lincoln Way East, yeah, that's right. And that was what, 7A in Illinois? Uh, that would have been 8A, so the, the top class there. So what was that like winning the state championship? Man, um, it was fun. And and that's, you know, when I talked to my parents after the game, I told them uh, this was last day. I, I said, you know, that was the most fun I've had 
playing football with a group of guys since, you know, since that time three years ago. Um, obviously, I've had a lot of great memories the past couple of years, but really just being out there, um, the camaraderie from the guys out there on Saturday was just incredibly fun. And just thinking back to my my high school team, it was the same thing. Just a lot of guys out there having fun, uh, helping each other out, um, put a lot of work in. A lot of Coach Step is always preaching us belief belief, belief. And, and, you know, in 2017, that state team, you know, we believed in each other and we believed uh, in ourselves and that helped a lot. And, you know, I could see that growing a lot on this defense too, and the team and the team and all. Wanted to ask you this question. What's it like playing in the spring? I mean, you've had spring ball where, you know, you've practiced had a couple scrimmages and then a, a blue white game, whatever, but what's it like playing in the spring? I, I, don't, I don't think you've ever done that before. Have you? Yeah, it's funny. I actually, uh, I love it. Um, I keep telling my roommates, I go, we should start playing in the spring. That should be our normal time. I played rugby in high school and it was spring season. Um, so the, I think there's something about the playing in the spring for me coming out of winter, um, just all cooped up and just I feel myself just playing free, having fun. Um, so I love playing in the spring. I think it would, for whatever reason, it just makes me uh, less pressure, less, you know, just a lot more fun playing loose. Um, so yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm probably, most guys probably said they, they like playing football in the fall, but I mean, I've, I've loved the spring so far. Let me ask you this. Um, you come from Frankfurt, Illinois, which by the way is what, 10 miles from the Indiana state line, I think, uh, right off I-80. Yeah. And so, yeah. uh, Valparaiso is not very far away from where you grew up. Were you recruited at all by Valparaiso? I know Drake and Valpo, um, are, you know, recruit heavily in the Chicagoland area. And were you recruited by Valpo? Um, no, actually, I wasn't. But my brother was heavily recruited by them. Um, and this, this is uh, a funny story. A token to my mom, too. Uh, but I remember when the Valpo coaches, I'm not sure if it was the same coaches when they came to visit my brother. But I was sophomore in high school. I, I, I hadn't quite developed um, that much yet. but. They came, talked to my brother, my parents, um, you know, I said hello. And as they're leaving, my mom said, you know, you'll be back in a couple of years for this one. And they kind of laughed and, and went back and they never came back for me. So I kind of take it personal. So um, <laughs> looking forward to getting my, getting my shot at them. So their recruiting mistake is, their recruiting mistake is Drake's game. What was that? Their recruiting mistake is Drake's game, believe me. That, that, that's right. That, that's what I like to tell myself, bro. What are, you looking forward, what are you looking forward to this Saturday? Um, you know, they've got a, a really good running back, a transfer from uh, Old Dominion in Washington, veteran quarterbacks, some good receivers. What are you looking forward to uh, in playing Valparaiso? Uh, the biggest thing is, you know, playing playing like ourselves, playing like the Drake defense. Uh, you know, watching the film from Belpo's game versus Butler and then Belpo versus us in 2019. Um, you know, Belpo isn't the same team they were in 2019. They, they've uh, obviously they're running back, but they've improved uh, significantly and they're they're very respectable. So um, just walking in there with with a confidence in our defense um, from a defensive ball, just knowing we knowing what we do, knowing our jobs, doing our jobs, and and from an offensive standpoint. Um, you know, our defense has gotten really good because our offense is really good. You know, they they mess us up in practice. Uh, and, you know, they've got some great players on that side of the ball. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to them to get it going. 
uh, to show that, you know, what they're made of. And, and I think they're going to have the opportunity on Saturday. Coach, anything you want to ask Declan? No, I just, uh, I was, I was uh, sorry to interrupt you before, but uh, we've got a great picture of Pat Carr on his official visit at Valpo. And I actually, That's right. yeah. I used it, <laughs> I used it in 2019 when we played him. So uh, we've got, yeah, we've got the dirty on that, but, uh, but no, I, I got nothing for Declan. You know, he, yeah, he, he's, you know, he, he does, he's got a sense of, it's hard to explain. You know, if, I think everybody's been around a guy that just makes you want to be better, you know, and, uh, and I just, when I see Declan out there, or when I see him around his peers, you just got that, you just get that vibe is that people just don't want to let him down because he's going to be the guy out there hitting the sled after practice. You know, he's going to be the guy that um, is going to bleed Drake blue and, and do everything he can for his team. So. Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm excited to watch, you know, him and the linebacker unit. I think they're really growing and they're really, uh, you know, they're really playing well. And, um, you know, I, my, my favorite thing about this defense is that we got some hitters, you know, I, I, you know, they, they know how to tackle and they know how to, to time their hits and, and, and their, their strikers. And so I'm just excited to watch that side of the ball to continue to, to, to be great. And, um, you know, that's, I think, and what I'm looking forward to seeing on Saturday is the defense to not be satisfied. You know, it's easy to, to relax after having a performance like they, they had, but I, I'm not getting that vibe. I'm, I'm getting the vibe of let's see what else we can do. And, and I know if Declan's part of that group, that's how they're going to, they're not, you know, they're not going to take it easy. They're not going to be complacent. And so I'm, I'm excited to see that on Saturday, but I'm, oh, he hit on it. I'm excited to see the offense, you know, and they, they're close, man. You know, there's, you see it in practice and in the game, even though, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of bright spots. If you pick out different people per play and you can watch them dominate, it's just a matter of putting it all together. It's going to be awesome. Declan Carr, eight tackles against San Diego and a fumble recovery as well in the ball game. One last question from me, Declan, how's the hand? Uh, it's getting better. Go to the doctors tomorrow. So hopefully uh, they'll cut this cast off. That's starting to smell really bad. And maybe I'll either get a new one or I'll have some freedom. Um, but yeah, it's getting a lot better. So that's, that's the good news. Well, Declan, thanks very much for joining us. Hope the uh, news is good tomorrow with the doctor and uh, good luck on Saturday. I know uh, you'll represent Drake very well. Awesome. Thank you, Chuck. Thank you, coach. Thanks, Dick. You bet. Declan Carr. Uh, by the way, number 22, if you're wondering, uh, if you come to a game and you wonder who, who's that number 22 running downhill and hitting people and making plays, that's Declan Carr and a super young man. Um, one of the many great guys that I would love to call my son, but uh, uh, he's got a great family and uh, he's having a terrific start to his junior year. And uh, boy, the sky's the limit with Declan. He's going to be a great player. So coach. Tomorrow, what uh, light practice tomorrow? Yeah, so tomorrow we, we back off. Uh, you know, Thursdays are kind of the mental day. And so um, we'll get them together for a, a big special teams meeting, um, socially distanced, of course. And then uh, after that special uh, teams meeting, we'll have our, our final team meeting of the week. And 
you know, we'll, we'll hit on a, a few key points and, and show some video and, uh, you know, get the guys, you know, you know really starting to focus and, and, and concentrate. And again, you know, tra- you know today, tomorrow's a big rest and recovery day too. So, uh, you know, we'll do some soft tissue and mobility work, uh, you know, after those meetings and we'll have some position meetings as well and some, you know, offensive and defensive meetings. Uh, you know, we'll have a, a little bit of a walkthrough, uh, both special teams and, and uh, offensive defense there. Uh, in the meeting. And we'll call it a day. And so it'll be, it'll, you know, t- tomorrow is, uh, as we like to say, the, the hay is in the barn. And, um, you know, the, the hard work is is over and uh, the plan is in place and, you know, if you've ever bailed hay before, I'm going to be being from a rural town in, in Ohio. Um, I have. And uh, when that last bale gets uh, up the belt and in the barn, you feel pretty darn good. And you know, that's that's what it's all about at this point. Hey, you know, we, we feel good about our preparation. We feel good about our plan. And let's have some fun. Man. Let's let's let it rip. All right. I got to ask you now, if you've never been to a team meeting, which most of you haven't, uh, the offense watches the other team's defense and the defense watches the other team's offense. You get a uh, kind of an idea of what they want to run, who the guys are that you're going to be going against, things like that. Well, coach steps is always likes to have a little fun at the end of the videos. And are the videos going to continue to have the unique endings that you put your stamp on? Oh man, I would be disappointed in myself if it didn't. That's kind of, that's kind of my thing. So uh, yeah, we've got a couple good ones, you know, it's uh you have to emphasize takeaways. So, you know, there'll be a couple of good videos that emphasize that and um, gang tackling, you know, you saw a lot of gang tackling and um, swarming to the ball. So, you know, there'll be a, a couple videos in there that'll, um, you know, illustrate that uh, you know, maybe it's in the wild, maybe it's, uh, you know, in, in the, in the community somewhere, you know, who knows, but um, yeah, I like to have a little fun, uh, you know, to, to, to illustrate a point and then, um, you know, just, you know, keep the guys on their toes a little bit. So, uh, yeah, I, I like to have fun with video and, and to keep those meetings, uh, you know, keep them dialed in, but then keep them light and, and keep them, uh, you know, even keel. You know, I, 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 I always think it's the best teams never get too high and never get too low. And, um, you know, those meetings, you know, we, you know, they're serious when we're talking about the opponent and then they're, they're a little light and, uh, and fun when, when we have, uh, some of those wacky videos that I'll, that I'll show, but yeah, we, we still do those. It, it's, uh, I need, I need to, I need to build my library a little bit, maybe here in the summer. Yeah, I've got a few new ones here for the, for the spring, you know, some of the guys haven't seen before, but I've got some new ones kind of up my sleeve. We got to get to the editors to, to, you know, do some Photoshop magic with them. Now, are you still using the bull? Oh, of course. The bull those bull the fighting bull videos are, are like money. I mean, you want to talk about relentlessness or if you want to talk about, you know, takeaways or turnaround tackles or, or whatever, like all you got to do is show a, a bullfight and you're going to get, you're going to get some big collisions and, and uh, um, illustrations of playing physical and aggressive. So yeah, there's, there's usually one of those per, per week. Yeah. In all those edits, the bull wins every time the bullfighters never won in any never. of those videos. Never. Bullfight. Uh, yeah. Yes, it's it, it. Eventually, it's not going to go well for the Matador. That's 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 a, that's a joke. All right. Well, Coach, good luck to you on Saturday. And uh, I, I I mean this sincerely. I I don't want to sound strange, but 
Hey, congratulations on a great effort last Saturday. I mean, to see the effort after all that's gone on and everything you've been through and all that, to see that effort, that was fantastic. And I know the score didn't turn out the way everyone wanted from Drake, but um, the effort was there and the team played really hard and very proud. And so congratulations to you and the staff. Hey, thanks. And, and you know, I, I don't talk about the players uh, and just how much we appreciate them enough. I mean, you don't get that kind of effort without the kind of guys that we have. And so it all starts in the recruiting process and us identifying the right types of guys that are going to thrive in an, in an environment like, you know, we have here at Drake, but I mean, they're the ones out there that are battling. And so, uh, yeah, it just, as a coach, it does, it fills your heart up with some pride that um, those guys are, are playing for you and they're playing for your university. So, um, and yeah, yeah, I, I wish the, the outcome would have been different, but um, I think we're going to respond. We're going to respond the right way, uh, you know, this week. And we have up to this point, it's been a great week of practice and I'm looking forward to that same kind of effort um, you know, maybe even more, more so uh, this weekend. So proud of the guys and, and we've got great players and that's what makes this job so, you know, such a fantastic job. Well, here's to 17 straight over Valparaiso on Saturday. Once again, kickoff at one o'clock. Um, if you want to listen to the game, Right now, everything is up in the air. I'm just going to let you know because the men's basketball team plays Thursday night against Wichita State in the first round of the NCAA tournament. If they win, they are going to play Saturday. The women's basketball team is in the WNIT. They are going to play sometime Saturday, depending on what they do Friday. So um, not really sure what to tell you, but uh, um, check the uh, websites, the radio stations, both 1350 KRNT, ESPN Des Moines, and also 940 Hope. Uh, check their websites uh, because they'll one of them will have the game. I just don't know what to tell you when and where. So um, just do the best you can. Uh, I'll put something on Twitter and Facebook, uh, letting you know what the exact location of the game is. So if you want to follow me on either one of those, you can do that, and I'll get you the information uh, the best I can on Saturday because that's when we're all going to know. So um, hope you can tune in um, on Saturday. Uh, first win of the year on tap. I got a really good feeling about this one. So, Coach, thanks for your time tonight, and uh, we'll catch up with you down the road. All right. Thanks, Chuck. Go dogs. You bet. Go Bulldogs. Thanks for joining us on this Drake football podcast with head coach Todd Stepsis. My name's Chuck Reed. Hope you had a great week and we'll visit with you again next week. So take care and as always, go Bulldogs.